Hello and welcome to today's Go Anteater podcast. My name is Russell Jenkins. I am the host and today we have Travis Gates as a part of the today's episode. He is our guru when it comes to everything pest related here. So uh, we wanted to kind of have another different type of segment where we were going to go instead of just talking about all the common pests that we have in the house we wanted to do some of the beneficial insects out there because there's plenty of them so today we were going to discuss the beneficial insect the ladybug so with that i'm actually going to open the floor to travis and let him do a little bit of an opening remark for the ladybugs (laughs) all right uh yeah ladybugs so not a typical pest they can be a pest in certain capacities but it's rare mm-hmm. um, we actually see them more as what we call an overwintering pest um, you can see them as what we call an occasional invader um, which is just something that pops inside on accident you know they're out looking for food maybe they fall on your shoulder and ride in on your shirt right uh, but overwintering pests we see a lot more pressure up north where we have real cold winters um, but down here it still happens uh, essentially when it starts getting cold they find shelter, which can be a crack, can be a gap near a window or something. They'll find a gap into your attic and move in, and you'll have just hundreds of them piled up in one little corner. And the goal is some in the middle survive so they can start again in the spring. Right. Um, but that's their biggest pest capacity for us. So we were going to say generally a ladybug's not really a pest for us. For sure. Um, they're not going to cause damage in the house, and you know they're not dangerous, things like that. Which I will address this up front. Um, ladybugs, some of them have been known to bite, um, but bite is different than sting, right? There's no venom involved. Right. Uh, basically they're all predators. So they've got chewing jaws. So their bite is going to be a pinch on the skin and that's it. You're, you're going to be okay. It's not going to be some sort of horrible welt and bruise or anything like that. You're going to be fine. Right. It's just a little pinch and you go, what the hell was that? Or heck, or another word, whatever you prefer, Emily, edit that out. Um, but that's what we get with them is you get this kind of little pinch. And if you have a big number of them around people out in their gardens and things like that will complain, Hey, I'm being bitten. So it does happen. That is a thing. Um, it's not just people being crazy, but it's not common. They're not trying to eat you. It's really just a, eh, I pinched your skin cause, Oh, I ran into the base of the hair on your arm, that kind of thing. So yeah, accidental, you know, maybe they're doing it on purpose, but not with malicious intent. Right. They know they're not going to take you down. They know they're not going to win. So pest capacity, that's about it for them, right? Overwintering and some of them do bite. Right. So outside of that, they are hugely beneficial for us. Um, And like I mentioned, they are predators. So they're out, they're eating smaller things, many of which we think of as plant pests. Mm -hmm. So aphids are their primary food source, right? They love those little juice boxes and they just munch right through them. All the mamas and the babies that are on the bottoms of the leaves, ladybugs will just feast on the aphids. Um, They will eat pretty much any other little thing that they can catch though. So if it's a little white fly or something like that on a plant, a lot of, again, plant pests that we think of that have to be treated regularly, um, ladybugs can absolutely be an option, a beneficial option. Um, And in capacity, in large numbers, we can utilize them as pest control. Mm -hmm. Um, And historically, we've introduced ladybugs as biological control in certain situations. Um, And that's just as an industry, agricultural industry and things like that. Um, Ladybugs have actually been used for that purpose. Um, it doesn't always go the way they expect because sometimes the ladybugs want to feast on something that's not the target they're after, but they eat all the bad stuff on your plants. So if you don't want to spray your tomato plant because you don't like the risk of having pesticides on your tomatoes, 
you can release some ladybugs. The ladybugs will go and mow through all those little guys and then go somewhere else. So, yeah, I mean, they're they're great. I don't know. What's your experience with ladybugs, Russell? Uh, I mean, I've always known, I mean, growing up, always messing with them, being here, I've always talked about how they're beneficial insects, that they actually are ones that go after damaging insects when it comes to crops. Um, past that, it was just studying in college. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, we would work with the uh, pecan orchard. We would work with, um, there was tomatoes that were growing in a lot of different orchards for A&M. So they talked, I never got to witness it, which was one of my biggest bummers. I always wanted to see them just open a box and release all these ladybugs. Yeah. Um, but it was always done, you know, once the class had already arrived. Well, we did it this morning. We released. Uh, yeah. And it's yeah, like. We've already done it yeah. with the earlier session. Exactly. It would have been nice yeah. to have seen that. But I always heard about the fact that they can be utilized to control aphids mm -hmm. and. I know for me, if um, we've always had on our list at our house to have a home garden where we grow our own ah, stuff. Another and, project uh, for the list. Yes. Um, I would definitely be utilizing ladybugs over a chemical method if I could in that capacity. And I think they're great. Um, I went to buy some this spring, but my garden store was actually sold out. Um, but yeah, a lot of garden centers and things will stock them. Mm -hmm. uh, you buy them and it almost looks like a little takeout container. And you just go out, pop the lid and let them go. I mean, it's the easiest thing you could do. They spread on their own. You don't have to spray them or mix them or dilute them. You just open a lid. Yep. Um, so they, they are something you can buy in a lot of uh, brick-and-mortar stores. Uh, you can even go on Amazon. Amazon sells bunches of ladybugs that you can oh, wow. purchase. So, yeah, I mean, if, if you want to go that route and you can't find them at a local store, they'll ship them right to your door, which is <laughs> nice. Um uh, yeah, they're they're kind of a cool option for us in that they have multiple life stages that are predatory. Mm -hmm. So the larva of a ladybug is also predatory and will also eat aphids and all the other little things they can catch. And uh, we get a lot of pictures. We get a lot of things from uh, you know customers that will send us a picture of this weird looking thing and want to know what it is. So essentially, if you ever see what looks kind of like a diamond shaped little critter crawling along on your plants and it has a black or a dark purplish color with orange and you get the hand of these alternating colors just think diamond shape with two colors on it there's a good chance you're looking at a kind of an immature ladybug hmm. a ladybug larva hmm. and yeah they're fully mobile they're running around they've got nice big kind of weird piercing jaws chewing jaws they just kind of stab right through things and start slurping things down so um yeah multiple predatory life stages actually makes them more effective than something that maybe would only be feeding on those animals during adulthood, right? So their whole life cycle, they're clearing those pests off the mm -hmm. plants, mm -hmm. which is beautiful because now you release those ladybugs in your yard, they lay eggs, and then you've got even more defense later as those eggs hatch out. So, I mean, it's it's kind of a, a cool group. And, I mean, we think of the ladybug classically as the, the red and black, right? It's got right. the little white head and then the black spots and... You get a lot of variety. The cosinellids is their group, and there's there's lots of color patterns and markings, dots, and everything else. But they all pretty much behave the same way. They're all right. out there being beneficial to us, um, just munching through whatever they can find. Oh, yeah. So, you know, you don't have to worry that the yellow ones are toxic or something like that. You don't want to eat ladybugs, um, and that's just because pretty much anything with bright colors is trying to tell you don't eat me. Yep. And the only reason you would maybe have some sort of toxic effect is because of the insects they're eating that are feeding on the plants, that are extracting things from the plants. So you just have a chain 
of little toxicity building. But, I mean, if your kid picks up a ladybug and pops it in their mouth, there's a very good chance they're going to be just fine. Yeah. You know, maybe discuss not eating the bugs from the ground. But that's just kind of something you probably want to develop a habit for already. Right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, kids can be curious. And if you pick up a ladybug, again, the worst thing that's going to happen is maybe you get pinched. But it's a tiny pinch. Their mouths aren't huge. So you're not going to get, like, a finger chopped off. It's just a little <laughs> pinch on the skin. Um, but they are kind of an interesting group, too, for kids to observe. Mm. I will say in the regard that they're, you know, pretty straightforward little insects. They're nice, smooth little beetles. And they're really good models for uh, wing structure in insects. So when we talk about wings in insects, a lot of our insects will have no wings. Some of our insects have one pair of wings. Some of our insects have two. And most of our beetles end up having two pairs of wings. Um, the front pair of wings in a lot of them is formed into kind of that hardened shell that we picture. Mm-hmm. So if you guys ever have a ladybug on your finger, one of the fun things to do is when you let it take off, you'll see that shell folds forward. It's almost like you're popping the hood of the car. And then the wings fold out from underneath. Well, technically, both of those things are wings. The first one just serves kind of a protective purpose. The second one is the flight wings. Mm -hmm. So you can use them as kind of a good model of how those wings are stacked and layered under there. Just kind of a nice little thing to, oh, look at how the wings work on the ladybug. For sure. Yeah. I don't know. I always thought that was kind of fun to watch the process happen. And, you know, you hold your finger right up in front of your face and you see it right up close. Oh, yeah. So they, they, yeah, they're just a kind of a cool little group. Nice bright colors. Everyone likes a nice bright colorful bug. Oh yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, honestly, that's the biggest thing with them is they are primarily beneficial. Um, you know, we would like to keep them out in the environment. Um, we utilize them where we can, um, and I would encourage more people to, you know, maybe explore that as an option for treating your plants. Hundred percent. I will say, pretty much any time you look up an issue with like your vegetable garden. It's oh, white flies or aphids, right? And you're always going to see the home remedy is, okay, well, take some dish soap, put it in a spray bottle with some water and a couple drops of vinegar, maybe some salt. Like, there's always these recipes oh, yeah. of stuff they brewed together. Oh, yeah. He could just release some ladybugs. Well, Let them do it. Not even just that. If you're not an expert, you don't know exactly where to treat, what to look for. Why go online and get where... I mean, everything online is factual, right? Everything. And it's it's the right thing to do. The internet never lies. Never lies. Never um, lies. Why would you go to the methods of that when you could literally just go get ladybugs released and let them do all the hard work for you? That's I mean, it. They're built for it. Exactly. This is what they've done for a long, long time, and they're really good. Yeah. So we just let them loose, and they will wreak havoc. The even better benefit there, too, is once they clear out your plants... They won't just stay in that spot. They will go and find la- or whatever food they can eat in all the neighboring areas. So if your neighbor happens to have like an overgrown yard and their yard is kind of the source of your you know, white flies and aphid issues, things like that, ladybugs can happily go over there and help fix that problem. They'll follow the food yeah, source. They don't care where the fence is. They'll just kind of go wherever the food. Yep. And by doing that, they're diminishing the population of those pests in that area which means you have less likelihood of a recurrence. Mm -hmm. So, yes, they will leave. No, you can't really contain them unless you build a whole little enclosure around your plants. But it's good because by them leaving, they're actually helping control problems nearby. 100%. So, I don't know. I think anytime we have an insect that wants to do the work of pest control... Let them. Let them. 
Oh, yeah. And, you know, people love their gardens, love their herbs and their vegetables and things like that. And in many cases, our products that we can use as professional pest control can't be utilized on those plants or shouldn't be utilized on those things. And if this is an option to help fix the problem, again, passively, where people don't have to go out and do the legwork, I think it's great. Oh, same here. I mean, I love beneficial organisms. Oh, yeah. And I think if we look at the world and we think of everything as a pest or everything as a negative, then, yeah, we're doing a lot more harm than good. Agreed. So, yeah, we let the the good guys stick around. Yeah. We just carry on. And I guess good guys, right? We say ladybugs, but obviously there's males and females in the mix. Right. It's a male ladybug, which sounds confusing, but ladybug is the group right yes so we also hear them called ladybirds ladybird beetles right you get a variety everyone knows what a ladybug is so we're just going to roll with ladybug agreed agreed well as you can see tuning into this channel you're not going to only have where we talk about insect pressure and different insects that are pests in your household we'll talk about the beneficial ones to educate everybody to give more perspective on things as well, as let everyone know, not every insect that you see in this world is a bad one. Um, and this is a segment that we want to continue to do. So if there's anyone out there that wants us to cover, or maybe just throw out a pest, we could go, is this, or an insect, we could go, well, this is a pest or this is a beneficial insect, and we can go over that in this podcast. So please comment, like, subscribe, share with everybody, throw out an insect name into the chat down below, and maybe it'll be covered in the next episode. So... Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Travis, for your time today and covering the beneficial insect of the ladybugs. And uh, cheers, everybody. Have a good rest of the day.